It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the globetrotting, headshotting, rootin' tootin' nitro rifle from twitch.tv, Andy Cortez. I missed you, you. Missed you brother. I missed you too. It's been too long. You know, I came back from vacation and I said, Tim, Nick, grab the pine. I need to sit down with my friend Andy Cortez because I haven't seen him in so long. I haven't talked to him in so long. I need a little one-on-one. This is our first one-on-one podcast, Andy. You wanted the one-on-one, so you you got Tim with COVID. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I unleashed COVID on Tim. If you didn't unleash here, it. ladies and gentlemen, I did like, yeah, like the Tajiri mist. I put COVID in my mouth and spit it in Tim's face, but I'm fine. Mm. Tajiri mist. Is that the Terrigen mist? It's no, Terrigen, no. He was a wrestler, Tajiri. He he was big oh. in ECW. He eventually went to WWE like everybody else, though. And he used to spit this green mist in people's face and then fuck them up. He can't, they called him the Japanese buzzsaw because he kicked so hard. And like he would kick and his pants would make this like slap. I mean, he'd slap his chest too, but it, it was ridiculous. Tajiri was the fucking man, Andy. Let me Google Tajiri real quick. Because I all when I think of just mist in the WWE, all I think of is Triple H. Um, oh, well, he just spits water. That's not the same thing. Tajiri. 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 Oh, I'm seeing I'm seeing Tajiri spraying mist in Jonathan Coachman's face. T-A-J-I-R-I. Uh Kevin, that's who we're looking for. Of course, Kevin's here, of course, in the ones and twos. So apparently it's a powdered drink mix, such as Kool-Aid. Well, yeah, I don't think it's like poison. In my in the in the in the yarn I spun you, I had liquid COVID in my mouth that didn't oh. infect me. But then I sprayed it out, and then when it became aerosol, that's what got Tim and put him down. Got it. Once it and makes then, contact with the air, that's where it activates. There he is. Look at him. Look at Tajiri. What a specimen. You know what I mean? Look at that guy, Kevin. That guy kicks you in the head and then spits green stuff in your face. You think you're getting up? You ain't getting up, Kev. Look at him right there, just destroying people. ECW was the coolest hash tag when ECW came to, you know, WWE brought a bunch of people there. That was cool, too. That was a big part of my life that I just don't think I experienced. I think wrestling. I think I was out by ECW. Well, like as ECW was climbing the ranks and making a name for itself and eventually folding in like I. I think I was done with wrestling by maybe the end of middle school. But how I forget the age difference. So what was that around there for you? I'd say around maybe 12, 13, 14. But, like, what year are we at then? 2000. Oh, yeah. Okay. Two, 2002. Okay. Okay. Around the end of middle school. Yeah. Because high school, I'm still aware of it. I've got a lot of friends. Oh, yeah. Everybody's inter- aware of it. Yeah. I've got a lot of friends who are, were still hardcore and are still hardcore into wrestling. Yeah. And it was through them that, like, I kind of I missed the whole a uh, climb of John Cena as sure. a name. Sure. That, he was that just, name yeah, he was just entrenched by the time you knew about it. Yeah. I just didn't really understand uh, the whole, you can't see me. I, th- that whole trend was just something that just passed me by. But I'd say like the last big thing that I watched was when I was still semi into wrestling. And that was Shawn Michaels, 
uh, giving the sweet chin music to Ric Flair at SummerSlam. I love you. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, kicks him. And that was one of the I'm most sorry. memorable emotional moments of my life. And by that point, I had already been out of wrestling for several years. But I, of course, you know those cornerstones of the industry. Of and that was like one of the last big things that I remembered. That's fair so. enough. Yeah. Tajiri had a great run with Mikey Whipwreck in ECW. That was fun. Then he came over Mikey, to WWE. He's great there, Mikey, too. what? Whipwreck. Spelled like a whip and then whip a wreck. Whip and then like a car wreck, yeah. Whipwreck. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm just looking right here. I didn't make this up. I'm not going to make things up about ECW. Don't worry about that. That's not my style, Andy Cortez. Don't yeah, worry this guy it. had a good head of hair and his lost He did. That's not a great name, though, right? Whipwreck? Mikey Whipwreck. I mean, it, it, made, it made Andy think, right? You hear Greg Miller, I, you're not going to remember that but name. It made, it made, just just so we're clear, it made Andy think it wasn't real, right? But hey, yeah. he's conversating. Andy's conversating right now. I don't, I don't, okay. You I don't know if that's the argument. The, no, 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 yeah, no, I don't know wins. if that's the... Hey, I'm proud of you. you. Thank you, Kevin. I, I don't know if, if, if that's the interaction you want somebody to have, like, Whipwreck, what the hell is that, like... I, well, you see him in the ring doing something, and you're like, all right, cool, and that's Mikey Whipwreck, and that's just, that's just normal, then. There's a guy on... called Big Dick Dudley that wrestled, and everybody's just like, oh, his name's Big Dick, all right, cool. I'll tell you the coolest names that I've experienced in the past several weeks as we've been doing Rocky and Review. I met a guy named Lupe yesterday, but sure, go for it. Fiasco? That's my uncle's name, Lupe. Is, this, is it short for Guadalupe? Yeah. This man's name was Guadalupe. Guadalupe Hennevevel. Okay, this sorry, is Social sure. Security. <laughs> um, Kevin, as we've been doing Rocky and Review, <laughs> yeah. I've been experiencing a lot of really cool names there. Like, I've seen it. I've seen it. Like uh, uh, Tommy Gunn mm. as one of the boxers. Union Jack. D- uh, boxer. Is it Union Jack? No. I don't know. It's it's Union Union Kane, which is a really cool name yes, as well. Yes, Union. That's it. Yeah, we nailed it. Um, we're talking fucking. Uh, um, what was Mr. T's name in Rocky? Um, Mr. T's boxing name Some was Lightning or Clubber right? Lang. Clubber like, Lang. It's all of these names sound and feel like they are their personas. They sound mm, and feel like they mm. are WWE personas. Sure. Sure. And I think they do a great job with names like that. And I just wish that like something like Mikey Whipwreck, maybe, you know, let that one stew on that one a bit more. Yeah. Like, well, ECW, you know, that was their whole shtick, though, right? Like they weren't like WWE, right? They were the underground. They were the indie scene. But so, yeah. I mean, you walk up to Mikey Whipwreck and say, hey, here's a ticket to WWE. Do you want it? What's he going to say? You think he's, he's going to stay yeah, in yeah. underground? They all, they all did that. How about this? I'm going to bounce this name off you. All right. Just incredible. Oh, right. Justin Credible. Credible. I don't like that as a last name, well, though. He's Mr. Like, it has to be all but together. Then he, then he would say he's, you know, he's just he's just incredible. Like he could say that in promos and stuff, you know. Mm. Well, Mikey Whipwreck was trained by Mick Foley. Sure. Yeah. So I'm uh-huh. seeing right here on Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah, of good lineage there sense. in wrestling for that way. You know what I mean? Great. They did a whole thing name. when W when when Mick Foley left ECW for uh, uh, WWE. They did a whole thing where they, they danced to New York, New York in the center of the ring. What does that mean? I'm reading a list right here of the top 50 greatest ring names ever. That's a little bit biased because it's on WWE's website, right? A little bit eh. biased. Well, yeah, but I mean, but I mean, also like everybody's kind of come through WWE, right? Oh, you're on the website, they, so you, know, you, gotta, you gotta stake in it. You're all... I mean, I don't even on the website. Like, I'm an employee, right? So I'm just saying, like, really, I think you can trust WWE. I'm kidding, right? I'm an independent contractor. But, 
I mean, it's not like you're going to be pulling somebody from New Japan, right? Like, I mean, you know, they can have a great name over there. We're not going to know. There's some names in this top 10 that I'm surprised by that they're here. And I think it's maybe WWE just trying to respect the past, Greg. Give me one of the A little names. bit. I'm looking at this top 10 of names. It's like, God damn, who, who the fuck are some of these people wrestling from the 70s? So number 10 in this top 50 list, Cactus Jack. Yeah, McFoy. Great name. Cool. Sounds Again, great. Again, remember name. everybody, that's Cactus Jack. I don't know if you know this, Andy, because you're old like me too. But there's this Travis Scott fellow or whatever who's got a McDonald's meal and he ah. calls himself Cactus Jack now. And that's what the kids assume Cactus Jack is. That's not Cactus Jack. Mick Foley was Cactus Jack. I digress. This is the real Cactus Jack. Exactly. Uh, Great name. Mick Foley, one of his three personas. Of course. Number nine, Dr. Death Steve Williams. Yeah, Dr. Death Steve Williams, yeah. Not something that I would expect to be in the top 10. But is it number, a good name? Again, number it's just eight. a good name. Dr. Death is a good name, right? Number eight, even better, though. And okay. deservedly so is higher on the list. Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, Gorilla Monsoon. You a wrestler me? I never watched, but a name that I've always You knew him as an respected. announcer. You knew him as an announcer. Of course. Him and Bobby the Brain Heaton. Yeah, hell yeah. Think of that, be... Kevin. A Gorilla Monsoon. It's just an animal and a, That's horrifying. and a weather thing together. <laughs> like, they shouldn't really make sense together like if i said monkey storm like that's an odd thing to kind holy of holy shit that's a conceive. great fucking name too monkey storm is pretty sick yeah primate i don't know gorilla monsoon though awesome name greg at number yeah, 100 yeah yeah number seven the fabulous moolah hell yeah the fabulous moolah lillian ellison put female is... wrestling on the map a character that just way before my time, I'd say. I'm sure, just, but she she found new uh, claims to fame during uh, uh, the Attitude Era. She showed back up with May Young. May Young was having sex with Mark Henry. May Young got put through the, the powerbomb through May the table. Young? May Young is badass. I've, I think, oh, we did this on stream when we were doing Rumbleverse. Badass woman mm. wrestler. May Young was born in 1923. <laughs> oh no. my god! And when she was 70 something, she was getting put through tables by Bubba Ray Dudley. What the fuck? Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in power. She passed away in tw- uh, 2014. Sure. But I did not expect to see. <laughs> Born in almost 100 years ago, basically. 99 years ago. Yeah. That when is really, was, really impressive. When, you know, Attitude Era was taken off and people were always like, show your puppies. You know, they're talking about titties or whatever. And they wanted yeah. to see all the brawn. Puppies, huh? Yeah, he's a great Jerry the King along. Uh, May Young actually took off her top and showed her very old uh, doggies. <laughs> Oh, okay, gotcha. The, I the, I always had this uh, I had this friend who I think just lied to all of us to try to like impress us, but said that one time at the Houston show at one of the Houston WWF Raws back in the day yeah. that he saw Sable's boobs, and I, we all believed him. But now that I think of it, I don't think it actually happened. I don't think it, I don't think he saw Fab, uh, Sable's boobs. No, but it, I mean, but it was I mean cool. maybe it was when they, she had those like black handprints across her nips. You know, what I mean, Sable's doing shit like that all the time. Possibly, possibly. And she was in a Playboy, obviously. Now, I think Andy, we all want it. I want we all wanted quick. to believe it just to I kind want of it, like boobs. Real know? quick, sorry, just to interrupt you. Sorry, it's August 29th, twenty twenty two, three thirty p.m. Pacific. I have sent you a slack of May Young topless, but it wasn't to sexually harass you it was because of the conversation are you just putting this on i'm letting this is on the record everybody (laughs) all right i don't need you spinning some yarn i saw yesterday you manufactured some reddit thread to make me look bad you tweeted that out that was not manufactured just just a screen grab all right 
Uh, holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> that is a photo of a, of an elderly lady topless. Jesus. If you want to, if you want to look into it, everybody, you can put May Young topless <laughs> into Google. It'll find it for you. Don't worry. You turn you off shouldn't. the safe search. You, you got to turn off safe search. You know what I mean? Uh, let me drop down to number six on the list. Greg. Yeah, please get back on. Uh, let's get back to work here. You know what I mean? Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> Great. Name. What a name. What a wrestler from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Bam. Bam, Bigelow. You remember see, you remember him at Heat? You remember him versus Taz, ECW Heat Wave 1996? What a fucking match. You kidding me? So they fucking when they they they're they're just beating the shit out of each other, Andy. And eventually they go through the um the way ECW had their uh uh rampway, their walkway. Go they they go through that. I'll get you a clip. I'll get you. I, yeah, I don't remember. I I have such a bad memory when it comes well, to Well, I also don't matches. think you were watching ECW Heat Wave. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, number five, Killer Kowalski first yeah, entered the ring as Tar or, or like Tarzan and Hercules in the late 1940s. Jesus, this photo looks. Uh, this photo of Killer Kowalski. I'm gonna put it up on on my shot for Kevin. This photo looks like uh when you hear about like a circus kind of thing happening in town. Oh, it was heat wave 98. Everybody heat wave 98. Sorry. My apologies. Look at killer Kowalski. Also, I, something's wrong about the, like I get that he's like flexing and overextending, but like his, his chest Pecs. muscles. Yeah. Oh, the, they, I, like he could have worked on them a little bit more. I think they didn't know what they were doing back then. Kevin. You think so? You think that's what it's they just didn't, flawless? they had, they had no idea about what Isn't to work out at the time. But Isn't... I also wonder if it, if a bit of it, Kevin, was the body type. Because as you see here, he was six foot seven. And I think that larger frames, I think that plays into just biology and how your muscles are, are formed and stuff. Like, I don't I think it's easier to get jacked. I think you're just kind of naturally going to look odd that tall. That's a, look at Greg. Okay, how you guys doing? <laughs> he is weird looking. <laughs> All right, number four on the list. Another one I disagree with. One man gang. No, that yeah, I never liked one man gang. I never liked that. That was never one of my things. This dude was six foot nine, four hundred and fifty-seven pounds. No idea who one man gang was. I remember th- him. I just it wasn't I was just not a, a fan of that name. I didn't think that was that amazing. Number three, Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah, Abdullah the Butcher. Again, I don't think that's a great name. Now, I agree with you now. Where we're getting into here, like classic names, right? Yeah. Here's something that means it. All right, Andy, I'm going to send you this WWE video, all right? Chad, if you want to look, you can Google it. WWE.com has, I'm sorry, what's that? Am am I not allowed to bring it up? Is that? I don't know. I mean, we'll probably get claimed. We won't get taken down, right? Okay. I I feel like this too. I'm asking you. you. I'm asking you. Kevin. No, yeah, I mean, you're probably right, but I could show you guys. I can just switch what screen uh, I'm sending. Well, I mean, again, I don't mind showing us what happens. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm I guess I, you know, that, I can, you know, I, I, okay. Well, you know Kevin, I, then when you get the video that I just sent to assets, go to uh, like 45 seconds and watch. Do you want to see? No, we're talking about Bam Bam Bigelow versus Taz for the FTW Championship. Jen, you want to come watch it? Andy, that was hilarious. And we weren't just talking about boobs, all right? We were talking about Mae Young's, like, 78-year-old boobs, all right? Show some respect for wrestling legacies. It's crazy. Andy Bexy. These, these clips right. are still up here. This is wild. I'm watching it right now. Oh, you're watching Hold it? Hold on. You don't do it. Watch it. Yeah, let Kev show you. Kev's going to show it to you. 
There it is. I'll Ready? watch it again. I'll watch it for a second time. No uh, big well, deal. I mean, you can just talk about how cool it is then, right? Because look at it. Look at this big dive through whatever bam, this. Bam, bam, big. This is their walkway. So, like, this is what they walk to the ring on, right? And then a reversal from Taz, boom, right through it. Right. That's one of those moves that I don't know who the benefactor was. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't sure, know who sure, came sure, out sure, on sure, top sure. Of there. Well, Taz did, you know what I mean? In mm. in, in storyline there. Got it. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, that's how it's got to be. ECW, man. They're freaking out. What a time. The, to cra- be the crowd is going nuts. And I'd love to know the story of the crowd. Like of everybody the there right now. Do they go through the floor? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's an elevated walkway to the ring, right? Oh, yeah. That, like oh. bumps up to the ring that you would crawl go over the top rope. They're like they're top rope level there. And yeah, they go through. Number two, Greg. Sorry, number two. Do you hear that glass shattering? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin coming in. And number one. It's interesting. He's got, he's got you for three minutes. Randy Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage is number one on the huh. list. Huh interesting mm. right like this is mm. not a lit like i'm gonna scroll up just to kind of pick like number 17 i'm seeing right here jake the snake roberts i yeah. think that's a fantastic name um number 30 brett the hitman heart great name number uh 36 buzz sawyer don't remember but the undertaker 38 fantastic name i, I don't agree with many of these i don't I, I think you need to talk to your people now, over here's what i would say though here's what at i would WWE. say though. here's what i would say though is you you came in and you cast a lot of doubt on this list. I think the fact that there's names on there that you don't know and you don't agree with says that they're actually students of the game. They're going kind of deep into it, you know? Because they could have just gone Undertaker number two and you would have been like, all right, whatever. Yeah, I cool think name. I think it's a lot of people just trying to show like, hey, we know our stuff over here as well. Chris Jericho, number 42. It's just a name. What are they doing? What are they doing? Lionheart Chris Jericho? Or are they doing no, Millennium Man Chris Jericho? They're just, just saying Chris, Chris Jericho? Jericho? Yeah, link me to this. I don't. You're misreading. They're, you're misreading something. No, Chris Jericho is just here on this list. The greatest. Don't be ring a coward. Then send me. The, send it to me. Send me the list right now. All right, I'll send you the list. Just you do that. All right, and I will click over and I will look at it. Uh, and one. One thing that I do remember that was kind of funny was um, that yeah. on one of Chris Jericho's interviews with the Dan Lebitard show, yeah. he let them know that his first name was Jack Action. Yeah. And that's what his name was going to be. And they were like, that's a horrible name. He's like, yeah, I'm so glad I didn't stick with it because Jack Action is not this superstar today. It's like Chris Jericho. It had to be Chris Jericho. That had to be the name. Now, look at this. You're, you're, so is this how we got here? You Googled Mikey Whipwreck and that brought you here? No, I ended up Googling like best greatest Mark, Mikey Whipwreck on the list. You know what I mean? Like right there, you were talking shit about Oh, wow. I didn't there. even notice that. Wow. Yeah, he's but up I mean, here at number fitting, like, 47. The discussion was he wasn't great. Like that's not yeah, I know, but I, and I was like, I don't think it's bad. You remember it, you know what I mean? I know. Chris Jericho, although he was raised in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, Chris Jericho was born in Long Island, New York, not far from Jericho Turnpike. The roadway clearly inspired Y2J's ring name later in life, right? Wrong. A metalhead since elementary school, WWE's first ever undisputed champion took a cue from the obscure German power metal outfit Halloween 19 in Walls of Jericho when he coined himself Chris Jericho in 1990. Years later, the record would influence Y2J again when he rechristened the Lion Tamer submission maneuver, the Walls of Jericho. Walls yeah, Jericho, I I fantastic like move name, of course. I but. mean, it's one of those, you're going to say Chris Jericho, 42 is a great ring name. Don't necessarily agree with that. 43. So beat by Chris Jericho. Pork Chop Cash. The man's name was Pork Chop Cash. That's a great name. I think this list is awful. Yeah, you think so. You think so. Pork Chop Pork chop cash. 
Well, it sounds like someone's ordering something and then asking if this form of payment is okay. <laughs> it, sounds, it, so, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like what the Uber driver like left as the note to like the restaurant, like pork chop, and they're paying with cash. But the funny you know, thing is, like, there's not even a number fifty on this list. What? It starts at forty nine with Andre the Giant. Where's fifty? <laughs> Andre the Giant is, 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 he comes, but like higher in the list than, than pork chop cash. Yeah. Seven All foot right. four, 500 pounds, dude. Mm -hmm. They used to talk about the amount that this dude would drink and how it was just he like, he was in a lot of, Andy, he was in a lot of pain. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Like, yeah, like I couldn't imagine having to travel as this guy on a plane seven foot four 500 pounds that's absolutely unreal Are there any good documentaries on him greg oh yeah there's also i got a i got an autobiography or i got a biography not autobiography i got a bio a bio comic that was good about him bio damn comic. you're right that is bizarre why does this start at number 49 <laughs> oh, fuck i'm telling you dude now I, as i read down it says, com. As I read down, it talks about the Million Dollar Man. It talks about a bunch of other names, but it's like, where where is number fifty? I don't know where number fifty is. Maybe they're they're leaving that spot open for your favorite, you know, for you Jesus Christ. In. Yeah, leave some space for the Holy Ghost, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is the kind of funny podcast. Each and every week, four, sometimes two, best friends gather around this table, each coming to BS with each other about whatever it is they want to BS about. If you want to BS with us, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny over on Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny. You can write in with your own topics for us. You can watch us record the show live, just like Nick is, Lexi is, and Keegan are. And of course, you can get the show with the post show we do each and every week. Plus, you can get those benefits for a bevy of other kind of funny programs, uh, including all the game stuff. You get an exclusive podcast there's so much cool stuff on patreon.com slash kind of funny why not go and subscribe uh, of course if you don't have any bucks to kick our way no big deal you can get each and every episode of kind of funny podcast on youtube.com slash kind of funny roosterteeth.com and listening and streaming on podcast services around the globe each and every week of course you get the ads you want to get the post show you couldn't write in you couldn't be a patreon producer you want to get the exclusive podcast we put up or any of that stuff but you still have a good time uh some housekeeping for you first off of course Remember, we have an Epic Creator Code. If you are playing video games, use the code. Kind of funny. All one word on the Epic Game Store, uh, on Fortnite, on uh, Rumbleverse, wherever you're playing those, you can enter and pop it in, support us. It costs you nothing and gets us something, which is great. Uh, however, if you want to consume more Kind of Funny content, remember, we are flush within reviews and screencasts you can see the crew reacting to game of thrones house of the dragon you can see she hulk you can see rocky in review it's all happening right now on the screencast and in review podcast feeds you can go in there you can enjoy them you can watch them youtube.com slash kind of funny uh andy are you enjoying she hulk i haven't i have not listened to our recaps yet this is my first week back from vacation i'm excited to be on episode three i i am enjoying she hulk i have not been on any of the recaps thus far because they always land on a day where Right afterwards, I have the three-hour stream, and then after that, I have the either in-review or games cast, something like that. So I have removed myself from both She-Hulks so far. Okay, um, okay. I am enjoying the show, though. Have you started it at all? Oh, yeah, I've watched She-Hulk. I'm enjoying She-Hulk. Oh, okay. I just, I, me it. and Jen make a, you know, now we, it's like our Thursday night little date night thing. Now that'll be ruined. I have to watch it at like 9.30 in the morning with a cup of, you know, coffee or whatever. That's true. That's so true. We'll go from there now, whatever. You know, nobody cares uh -huh. about me and my wife having a nice date night. No, yeah, I don't give a shit. Um, 
One thing I was going to ask, Greg, where are you all at with House of the Dragon? Uh, Jen watches it every Sunday night, and I sit there and scroll my phone and occasionally look up and see what's going on. Oh, you got to be kidding me. So you're not into it. I'm not a Game of Thrones guy. Oh, you weren't even in a Game of Thrones, though. Yeah, that's right. No, okay. No. Yeah. Oh, so man, I, I look up and I'm like, oh, that, 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 the Doctor Who's doing stuff. He's got an egg. That's neat. Oh, man. And I go back to my phone. I watch TikToks on silent. On silent. I mean, I'm like, I can't watch a TikTok with noise while she's watching a show. A little Bluetooth headphone. A little Bluetooth oh, headphone. That's, a, that's a step too far. I'm, I'm laid out. I mean, you know, I'm on the Benjamin's play mat. He's finally asleep. I'm not going to go do that. That's But the, my algorithm has adjusted to that. Like I'm, I get served things with captions and you know things that are have like the descriptions on it. Oh, I don't think that's true. I don't think the algorithm is doing that. Yeah, it is because I'm liking or engaging with that content, so it's got to be pushing me that way, right? Well, it's rare that I get one where I'm like, I have no idea what's happening in this because it's audio only. Wow, I didn't even consider that. To me, I'm just like, if you're liking doggy stuff, you're gonna get doggy stuff. If you're liking science inventions and contraptions, you're going to get science inventions and contraptions. Maybe the things I'm liking, though, are, you know, from that, you know what I mean? That genre. Like, one of the things I like a lot, obviously, is like wrestling stuff, right? I get a lot of stuff. I don't know. What, I, the problem, of course, is here, I'll tell you some things I like on TikTok, all right? Wrestling I mean, stuff, right? But apparently, Road Dog and Billy Gunn gave an interview where they just tore everybody apart. I have no idea when this was recorded. Where it was posted, I would go, I would go listen to and or watch this entire interview because they are just laying people out and telling shit. But I instead get it in like thirty second chunks every few days. Just here's another thing that's happening. Like, All right, cool. I'll see what the, who's Road Dog talking shit about now, right? And I, also the thing where like this clip's been going around of Hulk Hogan talking a lot of shit about McFoley. Last night I got McFoley's response to it, and this is old shit. This is not recent stuff at all. You know, it's old stuff. Then the other thing I'm a big fan of Andy, as you know, and as Put your sword down before it even starts, all right? Put your sword down. Don't 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 swing on me, all right? Me As you know, my sword, yeah. I'm moving at lightning speed. And I don't mean my literal speed. I just mean I'm doing a million things. Got Ben, got the company, got Jen, got my video games, got my Rumbleverse career, got a million things going on. I don't have time to watch every movie I find interesting. So I'm a big fan of these TikToks I get, which are like a robot a speech to text that just tells me the plot of movies. Oh, my God. This I've is great. These. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, this movie with Emile Hirsch and uh, Kate Bosworth, and they're in an immaculate room. Cool. I, I stopped that one because I was like, you know what? I would like to watch this movie, but I'll do it. Here's some German flick where they ate something, and they all, it was like Fountain of the Youth. Yeah, tell me this story. All right, here's, this, here's a scene from House that was good. Cool. You know, I, okay, I, I, I ain't got time. I hate it when they break it up into 14 parts, but when they just give me the recap, I'm like, this is it. This is it, man. Cliff Notes for the show, great. I'm in. Okay, but is this you accepting and happening upon this content or is this you like are these things you would have actually watched and had any interest in or is it just yeah fuck it i'm here this is two minutes of my time who cares not it's bad. a fuck it and i'm there and again since i've engaged with them i get more of them but again it sold me on watching the immaculate room which has like a 4.5 out of 10 so i was like you know i would i would have normally scrolled right past that but I was like, okay so you're interesting enough so you are then turning these experiences into, all right, I got to make something of this. I got to actually check out this content as opposed to just. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because other times, yeah, I was never going to watch it. You know, what am I? I, what am I, I don't have that kind of time. You know, I, I'm with you. I think there's something kind of fascinating about getting that narration because it, it almost feels like. Your friend's telling you a story. 
No. <laughs> I My think, robot friend is telling me a story, I, Andy. I, th- I think sometimes with some of these, um, it almost feels like I'm watching uh, footage I shouldn't be watching because it's in this narrated voice. Like, it almost feels like uh, I- I'm watching this hidden camera footage of a, a break-in or there was a murder or something like that. Sure, sure, sure. But, and I often get those videos with the robot narration, but sometimes I do just get like foreign flicks that I would have never even heard of. Yeah, 100%. And they hit you with an interesting premise and you're like, what the hell is this about? I'm going to, but then you're right. It's like, oh, this is part three of 14. Nah, I'm out. I can't do this. Sometimes they'll come back around. I'll be excited to see him again. You know what I mean? I'm sure it's just another account. Do the same part thing. five. Last, one. last one popped up last night of this one where the woman was testing the loyalty of her boyfriend, but she got locked in the special speaker room or whatever. And I don't know if I ever saw the end of this one foreign film. I think it's foreign. I don't know. Again, you, nobody tell nothing in the description tells you what it is, right? The Emil Hirsch, Kate Bosworth, immaculate room one. I had to go Google their names. And then I found the movie or whatever. And it turned out it came out like a day before. So that kind of sucks. This other one, I don't know anybody in it, whatever. But she's locked in the room and she sees her you know, boyfriend and start dating somebody else. Yeah, what's up? You don't go through the comments to find because I, I I know exactly I mean, what you're talking about where she's the boyfriend doesn't know where she's at. Yeah, and kind of moves on. Like the ending's crazy. That movie. Yeah, it's like give me the sauce. It's like did you watch the movie or did you just watch? You're the watching. Movie? You're looking at porn no, on Reddit. And you're like what's the I sauce? I watched it and then and then Googled it. Was it a foreign film or an English one? I think it was an English one. I think it was just very low budget. Cool. You know, three yeah, actors. now I know the whole thing. You know, it looked neat. You know what I mean? But again, I would never have sought that out. And again, that? It, it works. You know, we had Gary Witt on the podcast not too long ago. He told me this entire Stephen King story. What did I do? I went and bought that book and then read the story. Like, would an, would, which, would which an English film still not be a foreign film? I think no, it means the English language. Yeah, English speaking. Yeah, I don't think you meant like English like Britain. Ah, okay. But that is, you know what? That's a, that's a fascinating question. Because like, what about like Emma? You know, you know what I'm saying, guys. Remember the movie Emma, Anya no, Taylor no. Joy. Oh, it, it, uh, uh, who's in it? Who's the woman? I can see the woman. On Anya Taylor Joy. Is that the one? Oh she's no, like a hitman? I thought you were thinking the other one. one. Oh no, that's when it's Paltrow. But you see, you see what I'm saying? Both of those movies are based in the UK, but they're not UK movies. You know, right? Huh? Yeah, based in the UK. What's the Emma you, movie I'm thinking of? It, Gwyneth Paltrow. Is that is that the Gwyneth Paltrow movie? I think Are so. any of these? Yeah, you're where, right. You're right. Is, yeah, where one of them is like a superhuman like killer. No, that's Atomic <laughs> Blonde. Charlie Star. Atomic Starling. Blonde. That's the one. Is that really yeah. what it, what what you were thinking? Of? <laughs> kind of. You, I think you. so. I think so. I'm thinking of like a. Ah oh, man. Oh, yeah. But real quick, yeah, I'm. I, I I love those accounts, where it's like ah oh, seven parts. Do I want to? They also do like Doctor House episodes, and it's like you know, or, or House MD, I think is the name of the show, right? And it's like part ten, and it's like, oh well, yeah, I could yeah. watch. The, I could watch the whole episode, but like, here's what I'll say: I'll throw this out there. You know the what I mean? Like, I don't. Th- I think I've watched maybe, like, maybe consecutively on a television set. I've seen a consecutive fifteen to twenty minutes of a Modern Family. And I think I was like at the dentist, you know what I mean? And that was just on with captions. And I was like, ah, oh, whatever. I don't know. This looks fun enough or whatever. TikTok has made me into a modern life, a modern uh, family fan, even though I've never watched the show. Because I get it in like their little, you know, 30 seconds to 90 seconds bits. And I'm like, oh, man, this is a really touching, fun show. This is funny. It must, it must have been you clicking like on the algorithm or like sending my algorithm to send me that video. Sure. But I recently got 
a modern family video when they're in the restaurant offending everybody around yeah. them yeah i did get that, one. that i like that one for sure hysterical right <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's a wonder why nick scarpino has not given that show a shot it feels like it's so nick's not a television he's not a, he's not a television guy he's a bad movie guy you know what i mean that's how he wants to spend his time now, Andy, you bring up Nick, and that's a good point. We'll get there. All right, hold on real quick, though. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Fargo Brady, uh, David Hosenga, uh, Nathan Lamoff, Delaney Twinning, Nat Vu, Gordon McGuire. Today we're brought to you by ExpressVPN and Chime, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's tackle the elephant in the room. All right, Andy? Wait, 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 wait. Real quick, real quick. Nick doesn't like that, the, that show, Modern Family, because he's the dad character. It's the same uh, as uh, Michael Which from dad? The Office. Oh, he's like the annoying death. Tyrell. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where he just, he can't, he watches that. He gets annoyed at that character and gets mad. And everyone has to sit down and be like, Nick, Michael Scott is you. Yeah. You're, you are why we're annoyed. Like we find him annoying because we find you annoying as well. So like, maybe that's, that's just something you need to sit with and learn about yourself. It's Ty Burrell, by the way, right? What did I say? I just heard Tyrell. (laughs) Well, why when you it's kind of like how you know you shorten up a couple's name. I just why do I say Ty Burrell? If I say Tyrell, you all knew what I was talking about. He's the guy from Dawn of the Dead. We know. Don't worry about one more syllable. I don't know. (laughs) Andy, Kevin, everybody watching live and then everybody listening or watching later. I know you all saw it, but to recap, today on Kind of Funny Games Daily, I came back after a two-week vacation. We streamed Kind of Funny Games Daily to youtube.com slash kind of funny games. We broke all the records, we had a great time. We set the world on fire, but I made an air, Andy. And it was that I said, the problem we currently face is this. YouTube.com slash kind of funny is at 299,000 followers, subscribers, I should say, 299,000 subscribers, meaning that 300,000 right around the corner. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games 274,000 subscribers. And so what I did is said that's outrageous, of course, and I needed 25,000 people to subscribe to youtube.com slash kind of funny games so that Nick wouldn't laud it over my head that the kind of funny channel has more than the kind of funny games channel, right? Because he doesn't pay attention unless it's a milestone. So he, he has no idea, right? The problem is I forgot that Nick is now on vacation for two weeks. So Andy, currently, youtube.com slash kind of funny has 299,158 subscribers, all right? That means, let me break out the calculator here, right? Do the little math here. 842. 842 is what we need to come up with right now. If we, Andy, can be the people that push us over 300,000, we get to take credit for it. You understand what I'm saying here? Exactly. Nick's not on this episode, so we're, we're able to push here. it. Exactly. We're able to push it. Now, of course, the trouble here is we're this is being streamed privately. This is, you know, where this is a Patreon perk to watch the show live, right? So you and I have to get creative on how to push 842 people right now at about four o'clock. On August 29th, 2022. The date that you sent me an old lady naked photo. For work. For work. Don't leave that out. For work. All right. Come right. on now. 
don't try to get me. You're not going to make me perjury myself on ran on trial. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> right now, we have to figure out how to get 842 people to subscribe while we're here right now. You understand? Okay. That seems that seems tough. It does. Seems like a tough ask. I th- I think if anything um maybe like a Twitter promotion how much money are we willing to spend for this? Well, I mean, I want to do it while we're live right now. So I think even if we were to pay Twitter promotion, it wouldn't work that way. You know what I mean? Because if we pay it, it's not going to push it live right now. Uh, I guess they have to review it and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I don't, I mean, does this, is this a door-to-door thing? Are we thinking local with it? Are we trying to be like the Jehovah's Witness? I I mean, I've always been very pro us buying a billboard in San Francisco or a Chronicle ad or an ad in like BART or a Muni that is like, hey, San Francisco, we're just like you. We live and work here too. Subscribe to our channel. We don't care if you watch it. To be clear, we don't. And I think, but then I get into the words where I think it'd be fun and, and like we'd win people over with our bootstrapsness, but that doesn't read well as an ad. Then I'm like, now nah, I got to get on the radio. Now That's I got to be. There's on. a lot of yeah. There's a lot of like caveats. You got to be listening to the bone. You know what I mean? But then the bone, you're driving a car. You're not at a computer or anything. You know what I mean? Listen to the bone. The bone, Kevin. You know the bone. Is that a station? Yeah, it's a radio station here in SF. Oh, I thought you were saying like you're getting the meat of the product. Here's the bone. No, like, no, no, no. It's I a radio it station a... here. The bone. Okay. You mean 107.7? The bone. The That's bone. What I mean. Who's on it too? Like they had a radio show that Clements used to love, like uh, Lamont Tinelli and Tinelli in the morning. Lamont and Tinelli in the morning. Here's the thing: this is something that we can't necessarily do right now. Um, Okay. The idea that I'm about to pitch. Oh, okay, okay. This is for for the future. Um, Jen points out that I didn't know who Megadeth was. I mean, I knew the name Megadeth, but she's like. Oh, but you know their music. And I'm like, no, I do not know any Megadeth really? songs. And she's like, all right. And she turned out, because we were listening to Metallica and a bunch of other, uh, you know, wrestling music. I was listening to wrestling music. And so, like, she brought up Megadeth. And I was like, yeah, they, they, didn't, they didn't really do any wrestling stuff. I don't know. He's like, no. She's like, no. And she, I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I'm going to put on Spotify and we'll go for most popular. And she played the first one. And I, and I think it's right here. Madeline Stanley says Symphony of Destruction. I think that was it. And I was like, I've never heard. I've literally never heard this song. Wow. And then she played the next one and the next one. I was like, I don't know these songs. I'm sorry. Wow. And she didn't really guilt me about it till right there when she walked by trying to shoot me down on the show here. You know what I mean? Yeah, trying to get you in front of the, the now, Hold on. Here's what here's what I'm saying. Help piss off Nick right now. Subscribe to YouTube.com slash kind of funny right now. We need 842 to cross 300,000. Well, yeah, if we on. cross 300,000 when he's not here, he gets zero credit for it. Now, the problem with this, though, Greg, is that you're also going to remind people to, that they don't like us. And they will unsubscribe. That's a problem we're going to run into. But the good will outweigh the bad. Hmm. I guarantee you. Help piss off Nick right now. And I put right now in all caps so people know. Subscribe to YouTube.com slash kind of funny right now. I said right now again, which I normally wouldn't, but I need to drive home right now. We need 842 to cross 300,000 subs. If we cross 300K right now, again, third right now, Andy and I get credit for it. Not Nick. And I'm going to put right now. There you go. You know? Do you think Nick is checking Twitter? Not, no. No. Not First off, Nick doesn't check. When Nick's working here and Twitter is part of his job, he's not checking Twitter. 
All right, it's up. It's up. Everybody, again, we can't. We are not live right now, so you need to do this. If you're listening or hearing it later, you need to do it. It's very simple. That's how it's got to be. We got to piss off Nick. All right. All right. Whoa, hold on. I'm just. I'm just seeing right here that Facebook Gaming app is not going to be available <laughs> beginning October 28th. Who the fuck cares about Facebook Gaming app? What are you talking about? What is All that? Right, let me see your. Uh, let me see your. Oh, you already tweeted something out 42 minutes ago. Well, yeah, that was just when we were getting close, but I was gearing everybody up. Now we're making the real push. Now that people know that this will make Nick angry. Now we're we're in the business. All right, I'm replying all caps. Get us there. All right. Thank you. Here's a a plan for the future that won't help our situation today, but this is for for the future. I love future. I love future planning. When we get into the studio, what, early 2024? 2024. Mid 2025. There's going to be a lot of people commuting. Mm-hmm. We all have. Oh, vehicles. from our team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From our team. We have vehicles uh-huh. that can maybe we can put a little thing on top with lights on the side showing a banner of some sort. I mean, you want an Ecto 1? I've been thinking about that too. Don't worry about that. No, I mean, I'm not saying I want an Ecto 1. I'm just saying, I'll, like, we Andy, have cars that we could advertise on. Yeah. You're commuting. I'm commuting. Kevin has the shortest commute, so not a lot of eyes are going to be on that. I'd say no. you and I probably have the longest commutes. Nick as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm telling you, like, Kevin, we could figure out a way to get a long LED screen that goes across the bottom of our vehicles, like the side panels, or maybe on top. So maybe it's just like a vertical, really long side, and they're, they're two-sided. Andy, What's up? I like where you're going, but I say we cut them to wait. And we just do this to our car, and then we sell the ad space. Me and you, we go into a little okay. business on our sell own. Sell it to just other companies. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good okay. idea. It's a pretty good idea. Yeah. yeah. Are there like lo- maybe local eateries that may want to invest? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What, what should we charge? There? What should we charge Tim and Greg? Are we still? We're still pulling. The I dead still weight? think we need to pull our money. We need to. Maybe it's at a Giants game. If we could have a thing up there where they run a little ad and it's just like, hey, everybody, we're kind of funny and we do a bunch of we're stuff. We're local we to these, San Francisco. Yeah, we got we're... these two YouTube channels and I don't give a shit if we know you watch Pence. anything on them. Yeah, yeah, we know Hunter Pence. Like, whatever. you know. But like, we don't care if you watch it or not. Just right now, whip out your goddamn phone and subscribe. Don't you want to help us? Seems pretty maybe, easy. Maybe a picture of Hunter Pence and Kevin somewhere. Oh, yeah. I remember we launched kind of funny with a Hunter Pence video. So we have a Hunter Pence video. Remember That's that? That's true. Remember that? That's true. Andy, it's really warm again, in my room. I'm not a, not a fan. I'm cold. That's a story it's for getting like time, sticky in my room. Andy, here's the thing: you and I are doing our first one-on-one podcast of all time. I think it's going really well so far. We've talked about wrestling and then spent 30 minutes telling people to subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is pretty great. But it's time for us to go a little bit deeper into each other. And oh. so, what I'm going to do right now is remind everybody about Patreon, the ads, and all that jazz. But when I need you to get into the right headspace for you and me to connect on a, on a deeper, deeper level. Okay. So start thinking about that. Clear your mind, check all the bits and the, in the gimmicks we do at each other's expenses at the door. It's not about that. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, before we do that, remember, of course, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can support us. You can get your questions read. You can be part of the show. You can be watching live like my dog, Nick 96 is Madeline is uh, Anthony is uh, of course over there. You could also get the show ad free, but guess what, Jack, you're not watching on patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's a word from our sponsor. 
This episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like checking in your baggage at the airport without a lock. You don't know who's looking through all your stuff, finding all of your Nintendo Switches, your PlayStation Vitas, or all the other things that you're hiding in there. When you go online without a VPN, internet service providers, ISPs, can see every single website you visit. They can legally sell this information without your consent. Nobody wants that. That sounds like a bad time for everybody. You can browse more anonymous it's easy to use and it works on all devices. I love ExpressVPN. It is super simple to use. I feel safe across all of my devices, knowing that whether I'm on my desktop or my mobile phone, people aren't getting in there. I'm safe on the internet and what I look at, what I browse, that's mine. That's for me to know. Secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash kind of funny today. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash kind of funny. And you can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash kind of funny. Next up, shout out to Chime. Like a cool breeze, Chime is a refreshing way to handle your money. There's no monthly fees, no maintenance fees, and no minimum balance fees. So it's how banking should be done. And when you need access to your money, you can do so fee-free at more than 60,000 in-network ATMs at many locations like most Walgreens or 7-Elevens. You can also send money to anyone even if they aren't on Chime. Fee-free for you and no cash-out fees for them. Chime, no monthly fees no vibe killing fees sign up for a chime checking account it only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score you can get started at chime.com slash kf games that's chime.com slash kf games chime is a financial technology company not a bank banking services provided by a debit card issued by the Bancorp bank or stride bank na members fdic out of network atm withdrawal fees apply except at money pass atm in a 7-eleven location and at all owl point or visa plus alliance ATM. Other fees such as third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. Chime.com slash KF Games. Andy, we turn our attention to womenshealthmag.com. With 163 questions you can totally ask on the first date, learn all about your match with these cues. This was published on June 10th, 2022, so it is very fresh. It is very interesting. I figured since we're together, just you and me, we don't two know how to talk men. to each other. Two single men. Well, no, I, I'm not single. Hold on. No, 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 no. I got, I got the wife and the kid. Don't worry about that. Okay. You're still committed to that, huh? Yeah. We'll see how much longer, but yeah, for now. Gotcha. This is Ben kid. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Woke up I'm at like 5.55 huh? today. It's pitch black outside. Sleep, you idiot. What are you doing? <laughs> and then he's tired all morning. It's like, well, yeah, you got up. Anyways, I digress. <laughs> we got several categories that you will blind from, right? You will, I'll give you the categories you pick and then I'll read a question from you, okay. right? Then I like I'll pick this. a category and I'll give you one. So here's the categories. Kevin, if you could write these on the screen, that'd be great. Because <laughs> we'll forget, all right, Kevin? Just write them on the screen. <laughs> okay, I got it. Ice Do you want me to, Kevin? I still have the right, the right writing from the day. Yeah, yeah, if you want it, sure. That's perfect. You got to flip that. Okay. Oh, no, that's the right way. You nailed it. <laughs> so put down first icebreakers. Okay. If you're nervous about how to ease into asking questions on your first date, Tracy recommends starting with some softball cues. All right. Cool. Work questions. Work questions. Personality questions. Family questions. Questions about values. 
<laughs> questions about passions and hobbies. Relationship questions. Future plans. <laughs> it's getting, uh, getting kind of crowded on the screen there. There's I'm sorry. I didn't realize there was this many categories when I jumped yeah. into it. All right, future yeah. plans. Uh, sexuality questions. Oh, future plans are shit. Then they got it. Now it's your turn. But I don't know if that really. If that I don't really. I don't know if that really works for us. Because you know, like, yeah, I think I'm gonna shorten it to you turn. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Okay, great. Andy. Yeah. We'll start with you. Which category do you want me to ask a question to you from? Uh, I'm gonna take family questions okay so family can be a bit of a sore subject depending on the person's relationships still if family is super important to you you want to get some background on how a potential partner interacts with theirs how close they are and so on if you're worried it's like about a dating game kind of yeah if you're like... worried about bringing it up before you ask you might want to confirm that it's okay to talk to them about their family circle you okay about your family circle andy yeah all right i want and i know a lot about you so i need to get in here you know what i mean I'm looking. I got. I got 15 questions to pick from. All right. I got 99 problems. And your family ain't one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying. I want. You know. All right. Here's what I'm gonna go with because I don't really know the answer. All right. Okay. Number 14 off of this list. Are you still friends with people you grew? You ca- are you still friends with people you knew growing up? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I never hear you talk about any of the people like Ambelina or any. You know. Well, that's a band. But you know what I mean. Like yeah. I don't know what's going on with them or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, every time I go home, there's a group of friends that I'd say I hang out with that are like uh, you You think about elementary school to high school and like how you had different pockets of friends and some of them would leave and some of them would come back. But I'd say that the same group of friends that I had near the end of high school, sort of in early years of college are the same ones that I will hang out with when I go back home. Okay. Talk um, to me about sh- like how do you talk to your friends? Like, do you are are those people you're calling once in a while or text a random yeah, text every yeah, six yeah. months? Yeah, I got I got my one of my best friends, uh, Mike, who I've known. Big Mike. I've known Mike since we were four years old. We were best friends in pre K, and we stayed friends throughout the rest of our lives. Yeah. Uh, and Mike and I all talk every once in a while. I went to his wedding five years ago. If you remember, Kevin, I think I missed your bachelor party because of Mike's wedding. Or real bad. Or real bad. Yeah, that's the one. That's that was the one. Um, yeah, I still keep in touch with Mike. We call each other once in a while. We're both Spurs fans. We're both, you know, bi- we're all fans of the same sports team. Sure, so. sure. You have that group chat going on. We got uh, kind of. Yeah, we'll have those conversations. It's always like really us being sad about the Cowboys. Sure. Uh, and then it's my my friend CP, who um who's older brother of Caesar Palacios. I'm sure you've heard me talk about Caesar and CP quite a bit. Uh, my old school, like kind of gaming crew that we would play WoW together, and then we just kind of played every other game as we grew up. Sure. But yeah, I've got the same group of friends. I'd say that every once in a while, I'll see people that I haven't seen in a while, wh- whether it's like at some sort of get together and there's like a hangout session at some friend's place. But we're usually just talking about, you know, we're bullshitting and making jokes about whatever the hell it is, you know, family. Old do you ever, friends. Do you, do you do the thing? Do you have serious conversations? I feel I ask this question because every Sunday, my father and I talk on the phone, and every Sunday is loose. You know. Maybe. Oh, I love that. 
maybe every other Sunday, maybe every, you know, maybe like through how tired he is and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But the problem of course, is that, you know, my dad, number one crane operator, Greg Miller, of course, uh, you know, I don't know if we, we don't really know how to conversate beyond a very surface level thing. So it's always the same stuff, which is literally, literally like, how's the studio coming? Right. And I'm like, Oh dad, it's, you know, still we're working on this. This is where we're at, blah, blah. And then eleven two two questions later, it will be now. Are you still working from home? yes dad i'm still working from home because he has no idea what we fucking do you know what i mean he doesn't yeah. know he doesn't see this he doesn't know what it is or whatever and every time i like, call my parents they always yeah. are like are you on your way home I'm like i'm always home <laughs> and like oh that's right <laughs> they always they always think that we're like at a studio still somehow dude that's i can't wait for that personally honestly because like i am ter. i hate talking on the phone period like just in general and then with the schedule we currently run right of like wake up it's all ben time and family time that ends right down here to work. Work ends right up there to bed time and family time. That ends. Me and Jen get a little time. She goes to bed. I play video games and pass out and die. Start in the morning. There's no gap. You got in business there. calls though. Well, yeah, but that's business. You and even, even then, that's more like skyping or you know, uh, discords or whatever. But I mean, like, I don't. It's so hard for me to pencil in a phone call to mom, dad, aunt, Del, anybody like that, right? But inevitably, when we do go back to the studio, and I have a car ride then I'll be able to like, you know, use the car play, whatever, and have a conversation with somebody uh, rather than do that. And I'm like, that actually sounds nice in terms of like, I have nothing else to do. That'll be a great time to do it. Whereas yeah, here, of I'd, course, I got to go play Rumbleverse. I don't got time to talk to anybody. Well, I, I'd say the conversations are, I, I'd say sometimes we get kind of personal, <laughs> but it's usually. Hold on, I'm sorry. Cameron Kennedy in the chat goes, damn, even Greg's dad's like, where's the studio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd say that, uh, like the serious questions or the serious conversations I'd have with friends were usually, uh, I guess regarding like a girl that I was dating and when I was dealing with a breakup sure. or something like sure, that, sure, 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 that's yeah. where we had those more serious conversations. I haven't really had one of those conversations in a while. Um, and so I'd say that most of the time we just talk about what we've been up to, how work is, how life is, How's your married life, man? Blah, blah, blah. You're just, uh, cool, cool, cool. Well, I'll see you back home. Awesome. It's always just like, what are you doing for Christmas? Are you going to be back home in the Rio Grande Valley for Thanksgiving? Or when's sure, the next RGB. time you're going down? That's usually just kind of what it's about. But um, Or it's talking about my friend's job, who he was a, an attorney for Netflix, and now uh -oh. he's an attorney for I forget what. And he's always dealing with like celebrities and stuff. So it's Did he get cool. that free Netflix account for working at Netflix? I don't think so, but he was talking Sucks. to me about like all the stuff that they were concepting, and it's really cool to kind of hear about the secret things happening there. Sure, sure. Yeah, I see. Poe and I never talk on the phone, except for when I call him for some stupid kind of funny podcast bit, <laughs> and then we'll play Fortnite with his son or whatever. But anytime me and Poe are gonna have a real conversation, that's gonna happen when we're in person, which is you know very rare, obviously, with the COVIDs and the what. Couple beers, and if we, yeah, exactly. Oh man, you talk. We you know we were at the Lucky Duck a couple years ago. Oh my god, we were wasted. <laughs> three in the morning mm. still that's how it goes okay yeah that's, Andy, my, that's my conversations with friends back home i like that i like that i sent you the link so you can have the questions in front of you so then i can give you my category you can pick it off got it gotcha gotcha so i'm looking here if you're joining us late i don't know how you did that in the middle of a podcast icebreakers work questions personality questions family cues about vs i don't even know what that means anymore values <laughs> thank you cues about Pass, passions 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 okay <laughs> future plans sex cues and u-turn um i'm gonna go with cues about versus and hope there's a question about batman versus superman questions about values everybody Fuck right 
Let's find a question in this topic. Let's see here. Um, ooh, number eight. I'm going to go with number eight right here. Do, 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 How important are holidays to you? Because I know you're a big fan of Halloween, obviously. that's uh, right. You're the right, king right, of Halloween. Right, right, right. I am, thank you very much. Thank you for but, genuflecting at the throne here. But it, has it become one of those things where having a kid and a wife now are making the other holidays a bit more important? Are those, are, do you look at those as like, it's time to make memories here? Or are they just kind of whatever days that yeah, it's a day off? I think growing and growing up or whatever, that's a stupid way to say it, I guess. Because once you're, I don't count being a kid, right, in school or whatever. Getting out and becoming an adult, holidays meant very little to me with the exception probably of like Halloween again because I love Halloween and that's you know, horror movies and costumes and stuff like that. But even then, we're talking about it mattering to me. We're talking about like having a costume party, having somewhere to go on the day. You know what I mean? Is Nate throwing the party? Is Damon throwing the party? Are we doing something somewhere? What's going on? What's my costume? Are we doing a group thing? Yada, yada, yada. But Christmas was always like, a, eh, whatever. You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. Thanksgiving, same thing, especially because living out here in the Bay Area and when I first moved out here and being broke as fuck, right? Like, there were so many holidays where it was just like, I'm not coming home. Right. You just t- uh, tell your family, like, I'm not coming home. Sorry. Like, it's just, that's when they jerk, they jerk, they jack up the price. Uh, they don't jerk off the price. They jack up the price on the tickets. It's this thing. It's ridiculous. Like, it's impossible. I'm never, I, like, I just can't swing this. The amount of, thanksgivings friendsgivings we would do here in san francisco and then uh i always called christmas the island of misfit toys where i would have everybody who couldn't go home like myself come over and like we you know go out to the bars that were still open to be stupid and ridiculous and young or whatever uh that kind of just changed all that stuff for me uh in terms of like how i valued the holidays or whatever it was like that and i also think and i'm not trying to you know this is whatever you know what i mean i think the fact that like my family itself didn't have any standing traditions you know what I mean? Like growing up, my parents went out of their way, obviously, for, you know, Christmas to be Christmas. And I, you've seen the, the, me getting the, you know, the Royal Rumble on Sega Genesis and being spoiled as shit and being, oh, thank you. And yada, yada, yada. And having a great time and these really great memories. Right. But then I went to college and my parents split up and that was kind of like, oh, OK, like, you know what I mean? They sold the house and then it was like, whatever, where are you going to go? Which you come back for college, where are you spending which holiday? What are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Even like growing up, you know, it was like we'd have those big holidays where it was everybody came over and you go get the card tables and you set up the big folding tables and it's both sides of the family there and that kind of thing and like that had way way you know gotten smaller and smaller to begin with let alone then when i was gone and i was the last kid in the family really right like my i I have no brothers or sisters but like i mean like for my parents and they're always the youngest cousin exactly i was the youngest cousin so like it was tail end of all that and you know you know obviously grandparents passing away and like you know family dynamics changing and yada 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 so not having any of that, it, those I think made it very much on my adult life, let alone me choosing to come out here and be broke and all this other stuff, which is like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So long-winded answer to your question is that, yeah, you know, falling in love with Jen, she fucking loves Christmas. That's her favorite holiday. And going even beyond that, beyond, uh, Jen just loves holidays in general. And so like when, as soon as we moved in and, and we were married, as soon as we moved in, because we got married super fast, right? An but excuse like, to cook. Is that kind of what you might think it is? For sure. Uh, yeah. But like for, for her, like, you know, she decorates for all the holidays. Like we have the, those Tupperware bins for, you know, every one of the holidays that comes up something to decorate, which is something her mom does at her house. Right. So it's very much like a familial thing for her. And so that has obviously 
softened me to really enjoying Christmas again, like, cause her excitement for it. And then again, decorating for it and having this like lead up to it and all that stuff. Uh, and then obviously now with Ben, it's a completely different story. Right. Cause yeah, now I want to make those memories for him. Granted, like, you know, he's not making any memories right now. His kid doesn't know anything. You know, I mean, every day he wakes up and he's like, I got hands. It's like, yeah, you had him yesterday, moron. Like it's you five in the morning. Time to <laughs> yeah, ruin exactly. Why are you day? even talking about your hands right now? Yeah. Go to sleep. It's pitch dark outside. But yeah, it was very much like that's made it more important, let alone going forward. I get super excited to think about, it. even though I do think I don't know how to. I don't know. And I know this is, you know, I don't have to have it all figured out. Ben's only 10 months right now, about to be 11 months. No big deal. You'll see a photo soon, Andy. I know you love him. Uh, but like, how are we going to handle a Christmas? Is he making a Christmas list? How am I not get, like if he gets into video games, right? Like he's going to have all the newest shit before anybody else is going to be here in the house. So how do you hide stuff? You know, I have the Ghostbusters closet over here, not the Ghostbusters costume closet, the I Ghostbusters toy closet. But like, you know, why, why, well, what if I just give them to him too? You know what I mean? Cause we're going to target right now. And I'll tell you, I go down that toy. aisle, I'm coming home with something every time we got him. This new little dog named Woofer that it's a little blue dog. It's not bluey, but it's a little blue dog. And you click, his back and then he spins around on his wheels and goes around. Oh, Ben loves chasing this kid, this dog, this dog around the, the damn town. I think maybe when you start hiding the gifts is when you start realizing that maybe he's kind of being a piece of shit and he's like eight years old. Mm, mm, mm. So if he starts being a piece of shit and it's like, like I can't, you're going to giving him gifts all the time. You're going to want to not be spoiling him. You're going to want to like, I want you to earn this. Sure. Do your chores. You did good in school, good report card. All right, guess what? Good gift for this quarterly report card, whatever the hell. I think all that will change once you become more of the authority. Yeah. 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 It's going to be hard when he gets of age and starts doing schoolwork and stuff. And I see him just doing stupid stuff to be like, no, you don't understand. Like, this is the easiest shit of your life. You don't know it right now, but just read the fucking chapter in the book. You know what I mean? Just read the goddamn chapter. It's going to take you all 30 minutes. You'll be done. You move on. To, you can go do whatever you want. Then you're done. Don't do like I did. I didn't read any of the fucking books. Came in thinking I could read the spark notes online or whatever. And I always failed the fucking things. You know, I got bumped out of honors English. Don't do it. Just just do it. It's easy. Ah, monkey notes and spark notes and yeah, pink yeah, yeah. monkey notes or whatever the fuck they're called. Cliff notes or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right, Andy. Icebreakers or any of the million other ones. I'm not reading them every time. We'll be here forever. Let's see. I'm going to go with the topic. Um, oh, may, maybe, maybe a YouTube chat can pick a topic. Okay. I have, oh, I try. Somebody actually asked me to link it, and the link is too long. I could do a bitly real quick. Let me do that. I mean, you could just look at the topics on screen, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but I mean, but you know, they wanted to like they that. pick a topic and then you pick a question from that topic. Okay, fine, go for it. It's is happening. what I'm saying. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm not reading the chat the by the way. So you I just... am, and it looks like Future Plans is going to be the winner. Anthony Corbett said Future Plans. Madeline Stanley said Future Plans. Matt Batson said Future Plans. Cool. So we're gonna go with your Future Plans. And <laughs> Melissa Hagler says yes, Future Plans. So there we go. All right, future plans. A lot of the tougher questions with hard-to-crack answers come when you ask about future plans. If you are on the same page, it could signal some issues long-term and save you both from wasting time on an incompatible match now. I have 15 questions to choose from. Oh, my God. 
Number one, I'm these. I'm not asking these. Number one, what are you looking for in a serious relationship? Totally normal question. Number two, how worried are you about the future? Like, geez. So much. <laughs> You're sitting there with your drink, like, geez, that's where we're starting. It doesn't sound like you want to be there. Ooh, there's a lot of good stuff in here. Okay, I'm gonna go with just. Uh, I, I think it's a good question. Number six, where do you want to live eventually? Andy Cortez. Live eventually. From the RGV, living in San Francisco, making it happen, successful internet personality. Where do you want to live eventually? Which does mean it can be, you know, it's whenever. Whenever you want to get there, where do you want to live? I've never. This has never mattered to me. Yeah. And I've had past uh partners in my life where uh you know she would always say i want to live here when i get to this age or i want to be living like and that's never mattered to me for me it's always kind of just been more about the job and i'm here so that's sure. where the that's where my life is wherever the job is but if we're talking like do you ever want to go back to texas and the rgv and all that jazz because you're an interesting I, one you're again like uh, you know I, kind of funny is an interesting beast to say the least right where you know we're best friends you listen to this your best friend all that jazz but then it's also this thing where it's like there are all these little subsets where like obviously there's this employee uh employer relationship there's co there's partners in a podcast relationship and then there are the friendships inside of it but you and me haven't had that like heart to heart like i don't know much about like you know what these questions are driving at in a lot of ways right where it's like I know you when I know you're a good person and obviously blah, 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 blah. And I know, you know, what games you like. You never shut up about hyper drifter and shit like that. But like I, you, your family seems so tight knit, right? From an outsider thing. And that I can, I like, and I, you know, because I've talked to your brother. I've called him on the phone to have him do things, stupid bits <laughs> with me to make fun of you and be fun about it. But I also like, you know, I was like, oh yeah, I'm leaving my parents right now. And it's, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, right. Like, he's still living that life and it seems like you know your aunts and uncles you'll talk about and they all seem close to each other in proximity right which is this like for me very much a mirror in a lot of ways to again yeah i'm an only child but back home in chicagoland right like my dad is incredibly close to his brother's family his brother had passed away it actually happened while we were doing kind of funny there was a, a old podcast about it kind of and he has kind of stepped in as pseudo grandfather there. So like I will get photos from my cousins who are, you know, older than me and have children that are, you know, just graduated college or just going to college and stuff like that. And they will send me photos of my dad hanging out with their kids or just there on a brunch or what. And it's that thing where I look at them like, wow, like what a foreign concept to me of being able just to have a, your, my dad over for breakfast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to just to pop in and have a coffee with my dad or whatever. Like that for me, of course, is this multi-month planning of getting there and doing this thing and you're off work, you know, all this stupid shit of traveling and being far away. And it's been that way for 16 years now, right? Yeah, that's no, yeah, 16. Yeah, we're coming up on 16, right? Yeah, 16 years. And it's like a different experience of like, oh, wow, I never think about like my dad just, you know, popping over to see family in a barbecue or whatever that isn't. Oh, is this an event? No, it's just a Sunday barbecue. It's a Sunday dinner. Oh, right. Fuck, that's weird. Yeah. And so I don't know how that weighs on you. Of Again, like, I don't think of my family being close-knit. And that's something that kind of came about at, while I've been gone, that my dad got close to that side of the family. 
And so like, that's foreign to me, but I know you came from it. And it seems like that's what it always was. And so I have to imagine there's pressure from them on you to an extent of being gone. And then I don't know how much that feels for you and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Like whenever I'm back home, the, the, if there are too many nights where I'm going over to friends' houses mm. and not spending time with my dad, I'll hear about it. Yeah. My mom will be like, hey, you, you know, your dad wasn't super happy about, you know, Mijo. he had all these days off and you were out at your friends' houses. And it's yeah. like, all right, shit. Well, I mean, you know, I did watch three movies with him that one day. And like, I, I just kind of like, all right, well, what? I can't be with you every day, dad, you know, and yeah, yeah. When, when I'm back home, they expect it to be, they expect me to be there all the time. I think the only thing that worries me about where am I going to eventually move? Like, I don't, I don't ever want to move back home necessarily, but uh, to get kind of dark and grim, like I see what happens with the family whenever there's a death happening or a death on the way. And the way responsibilities kind of, you know, fall. And it's, it, it's only me and my brother. Yeah. And watching the way my dad had to deal with my, not only my dad and his brother who lives in Austin. So he's five hours away and his sister who also lives in Austin. So she's far, five hours away. And his younger sister who lives in the Valley, but she also works. And it's like, where are you all? Why aren't you all helping out? Why am I the one who has to take all the responsibility? And when I think about that, it's like, well, it's only me and my brother. Yeah. And he's going to for sure stay there because that's where he lives. And he has a house there with his family. And I just like I already kind of worry about what's going to happen then. And what does my life look like around those uh, whenever those events are happening? And. I don't think I'll ever move back home, but I, I, I envision those moments to be really stressful and like, for well, sure. I'm back home for another month and I'm back home for another month and I'm back like that. That's going to be like a lot of shit to deal with, especially being so far away. And and honestly, that's why I'm so happy that I've become um, more, I guess, financially responsible and financially uh, I guess just helped out doing Twitch streaming on the side where having to fly home on a last minute notice is not a death sentence for me. It's not a backbreaker anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like back in the day, it was painful to be like, all right, well, I'm going to be paying off this 3000 fucking dollar thing for a long time. And sure. now I certainly I still don't love it, but <laughs> it's not becoming like this, like, all right, well, this is going to ruin half of the year for me. Financially. Yeah, my, my entire plan, my entire financial plan is now in jeopardy because yeah. of this unexpected flight. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, I, I don't know. I don't think I'll ever want to move anywhere permanently in the future. If anything, I might just, like, move back to Texas so I'm somewhat closer. Yeah. But I don't think I'll ever move back to the Rio Grande Valley. I just... I. I don't know. I, I just yeah, don't ever fair. see myself living back there. I think probably just Austin, where I have a lot of family uh, anyway, probably seems like the most sensible thing. And then, I'd again, I'd be an hour, a five-hour drive as opposed to a, you know, $1,200 flight. <laughs> sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. What YouTube chat, What's what topic are you picking for Greg? Yeah, pick me a topic, YouTube chat. People watching live on Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Questions about values, questions about passions. They, and don't get it mistaken with passions, the 
um i think it was a soap opera <laughs> everyone's going with pash pash oh pat oh yeah passion's the soap opera yeah, I remember yeah remember that that was like yeah. a that was like the hot soap opera for younger kids i remember back in the day because everybody had the adults had days of our lives and sure general Hospital. all of those and all of those other you know but i feel like when passions came on it was almost like this is the newer one and it's like sexier and hotter sure that makes sense yeah and i think uh, they introduced aliens at one point i forget mr hawk says passion uh and then yeah cameron says it madeline says it. uh josh g says it the naughty biscotti says passions that's not superman understandable okay but that's on um, Andy. He picks the questions. How many questions are there? In our number? There's 16 questions. Hobbies show their personality, extracurriculars, and values in life, says Tracy. And if your hobbies align, maybe you both like to read. There's a chance you can do them together. Um, let's see. <laughs> My now, these, these, is a topless mayor. <laughs> the, the, these, kind of, these kind of just become relationship questions that... I might want to hear about if you were single, but I know the passions that you and Jen have. I see the Instagram. I get the voice memos of you being at the farmer's market, which, by the way, Kevin, if you're there, is it not the biggest upset that Jen does not like Trader Joe's? That's like the I would have just assumed she was like diehard Trader Joe fan. I would have lost that bet. Here's the thing. I kind of get it because like there are some negatives to Trader Joe, if I'm being totally honest. Like, can I buy Horizon? Joe, why did you, why did you <laughs> see yeah, he's not, Oh, he's not talking about the, the, the grocery store. He's talking about the person Trader Joe. He's got an issue with it. <laughs> no, but seriously, you can't buy. Come on, let me buy a Horizon lactose free milk. I don't like lactate. It's too sweet. OK, I, I guess I wouldn't have thought Jen to have, uh, you know, a big issue with that. I just see like Trader Joe's as like. You're a young woman living in San Francisco. Trader Joe's really? is just kind of the thing. I just kind of, I don't know why. I don't know why. Trader Joe's um, just like such a, ha- and I'm not trying to sh- throw shade here. I know a lot of people like Trader Joe. I've never had a bad experience at Trader Joe, but it is just like a half-assed supermarket where it just doesn't have everything you need. It's great. I think if you like, when we would go there, we would go there and get like a fr- the frozen stuff. I'm like, all right, now I got a, I got orange chicken in the freezer if I ever need it. Right. It didn't feel like, yeah. like I like going to a supermarket that has like, the deli and it's got the uh, butcher there and you got a whole bunch of produce and all this stuff and then yeah like kevin's saying other brands not just hey we're just getting your trader joe matt batson says great for snacks and stuff agree 100 and beer trader joe's i believe has the dark chocolate peanut butter cups which are delicious uh, i'm gonna go right here with did he die or did i die kevin oh i died Wah, 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 wah. I like that at, as I clicked off and I was like, did he die? Did I die? Oh, I died. I then saw it catch up to you, chat, where you're all going, no, Greg, you're still here. You're the one that's still here. Yeah, he's dead. Chat. He's dead. What do we do? Oh, see, I asked you, Kevin, if you were there. You didn't say anything. I might have been moving something large. That's fine. Andy has said lol and sent us a screenshot of his computer blue screen. Oh, no. Your device ran into a problem and needs to restart. We're just collecting some air info. We'll restart it for you. Interesting. Oh, blue screen is always scary. The good thing is his square is still being taken up by him floating there. Oh, great. You know? Strong positive there. 
Mm-hmm. I'm asking questions if I should just wrap up the show or if he'll be here and if he'll be fast. And I'm liking it so far. The show? Yeah. It's been a fun one. You know what I mean? Oh, now he's gone for reals. Which means he's probably connecting again. Let me see. Can I? What happens if I do this? Okay. He's he's responding. He's responding. He says he's he's over here. He says Andy Cortez is typing on Slack. Mm-hmm. I did, Kevin. Yeah, you're ready for anything. I'm just popping in in case you need oh someone God. to talk to for a couple minutes. You scared this is a very me. private, single. It's a one-on-one podcast, Tim. You oh, know what shit. I mean? For me and Andy. Yeah. So I should see my way out. No, no. Wait one about? second. Wait one second. Because Andy says it's showing that it's downloading an update now, and it seems to be stuck. <laughs> I don't know why I said see my way out the way that people say see you next Tuesday. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It was in my mind. All right, Tim. What I'm going to do then is I'm slacking you right now, all right? Mm-hmm. I fucked it up, apparently. No, I didn't. There it is. I'm slacking you this women's health article, all right? Okay. Asking, ask, asking your date these questions will tell you everything you need to know. All right. What is happening is me and Andy are on our first date here, right? Mm, nice. Uh, and everyone's at, saying they can jump in. I'm letting them know you're here. Uh, you have to ask me a question from the questions. Oh no, Andy's here. Hey, Andy. I see him. I see him. I see him in the thing. But I don't see him. I just see his, like, the fact that Oh, Lord you know, like, Jesus. All right, anyways, Tim, you need to go to questions about passions and hobbies. Okay. And then you need to pick one of those questions there for passions. And then, obviously, don't, you know, let's not, you know me pretty well. The audience knows me pretty well. So try to find one that you think would lead to something other than I like video games, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, great. Oh, I, okay, I got one. Okay. What's something you're really proud of? Well, I mean, kind of funny, obviously, right? Benjamin, uh, the Game Award, my Proton Pack, my Ghostbusters collection, you know, the things there. Uh, what's something I don't talk about, though, that you wouldn't know that I was proud of, I guess? Those are all the things off the top of my head. I mean, is this uh, is this me asking you and you answering towards me, or is this like we're on a Yeah, it's me asking you. Well, I mean, it was me, oh. you know, Andy asking uh, me and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, right. Tim, you're a little quiet on your end. Just a heads up for you. I've boosted you, though. Andy's back, uh, though, and maybe here to say the day. Is, we fell for this before. Andy looks back, but is he really back? Nobody knows. Oh, oh, mama. <laughs> this is not a mama bed. I don't know. Andy's on his bed using his, 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 uh, I, or, you know, his Android phone. I Andy, appreciate the dedication. Andy, flip your phone, please. Wait, you can't see my face? No, we no, can't. Saying He's saying rotate it. it like oh, landscape. Go landscape with it. Oh. Like that? I think you have to turn the, the thing so it knows it's landscape. Oh, oh, oh. he spun us 100%. He spun us all the way around. There you go. Okay. You think his computer is just broken forever? I hope not. Because it's you'd fine. have to buy him a new one? Let him be in portrait mode. <laughs> How about this? Hey, you, you did it. it. There That's you go. It, there it you looks go. great. Yeah, it looks great. Did you do you remember the hob the passion question you had? <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna let like, y'all handle this. Bye. <laughs> bye, Tim. Bye, Tim. Um, I think it was. What's one? Uh oh. What's something you want to learn in the future? What What's something you want to add to your passions and hobbies? Okay. Hmm. 
Now, Andy, when you ask the question, are you asking for a realistic one or just something I would like? Realistic, because honestly, if I'm going to guess, I would assume gardening. Oh, because of Jen? Yeah, just, just let her seems do like that. a natural. She made me pull out this like dumb, stinky mushroom yesterday. I didn't want it. I didn't. I didn't want a part of it. I don't want to be out there. What does that mean? There's like these mushrooms that look like they're straight out of the fucking Last of Us. They come out and they oh. like get all weird and gross, and they like expand out like one of those like balls you buy at like the the educational stores. You know what I mean? Like those like, those balls that start small and you pull them out and they get all like there's the huge holes in them or whatever. They smell like corpse. The the mushrooms then smell like corpse and death. It's terrible, and they're disgusting. I just, yeah, I hate it. I'm not a fan. I don't Anyways, even know how that smells. I, she tells me that it smells like, I don't know. You know what I mean? How does Jen oh. know what a corpse smells like? I don't know. I don't want to know. You know what I mean? Let's just say I'm not the first husband, and I don't need to know about the last two. All right? Um, Black Widow, they call her. The Canadian Black Widow. It's an interesting question, right? What would I, what would I want to learn? What would I want to add to my uh, hobbies and passions? Because it's like... I'd love to speak French, right? Like I'd love to be fluent in French. So I could speak to Jen that way and her family and my in-laws, you know, more fluently, but let's call spade a spade, right? It's five and a half years of being married at this point, you know, six years, probably yeah, six years so yeah. of dating. I have fucking, I, you know, I do a little Duolingo or a little, uh, what's the other one? Babble. Babble. You know what I mean? But I can't keep committed to it. And I don't do it. And it's like, oh, well, I, if we, it's back to what we're talking about with families being far away. If we were up there all the time, I think it would be a much more motivating factor. You know what I mean? Of like, oh, well, this, because when we're up there for a week or whatever, by the end, I'm using the Franklish. I'm dropping in a week. Uh, it's not fe feeling weird, but I'm still speaking English. Oh. But I'm using French phrases or whatever. And like, you know, I can communicate better with her parents who are using broken English. Really? I'm using a little bit of broken French at that point. But like, what are some phrases you're using? What are some phrases you're dropping in? Oh, I mean, you know, that's good. No big deal. That's good. Yes, that's a good one right there. You know, what? Wait, that means no big deal. That's good. No big deal. Yeah, you know, it's not it's not a thing. Don't worry. I, I curse. I still I guess in, a, in even in English, I'll curse down here in French. You know what I mean? Tabernacle, Kali's, Degalas, you know, stuff like that. Tabernacle. Yeah, exactly. Kali's is like chalice. A lot of their a lot of their uh, curse words are just like, you know, old religious words that have gone mm. on to mean shit or fuck or whatever. It's um that's good. That's good. You know? Mm. Do it again. It's good. Yeah, see, there you go. You're crushing it. You know, now you and I can use that. Tim and Nick won't know what's going on. We'll they cool won't know thing. a thing. Yeah, we'll a cool thing going on. Um, and then so then, yeah, that. But I mean, I'm really not like moving on it. But I think I I should. But I haven't. I wish I knew how to play piano. Right? You've heard that story before. I took it up in college, uh, uh as a way to honor a person that I uh, cared about who had died. And then like Prince of Persia came out on PS2, and I was like, well, I'm gonna skip my piano lesson to play this, and I never went back. You know. Um, yeah. I'm looking, you know, I'm not picking a sport, but whatever Benjamin will be into in terms of athletic things and hobbies, I know I'll be into as well to, you know, I want to be a part of that. Like, I look forward to that in terms of, you know, it, like I, if he, I, I enjoy going to a baseball game, right? I don't enjoy like watching a game on TV or whatever. I, you know, opening day was always different in college because my friends were super into it. So I go out and, you know, to a sports bar and watch it or whatever. But like if Ben's into baseball, I think I could be super into baseball too that way of like, you know, okay, I think it'd be but, awesome to go to the Giants and stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, but I don't, I don't think the kids get into sports without a whole lot of influence from sure. their parents. So like if you're not, Showing Ben baseball. Ben's not going to give a shit about baseball. Yeah, I know. I've thought about that too. Yeah. And so then he'd obviously be drawn to football, I think, because I'd obviously show him Mizzou football, right? 
I mean, you know, I, I, you know, I like, I, I like, I like the NFL, but like, obviously when I started dating Jen long distance, it was hard to set aside three hours every Sunday or whatever, every, you know, every other week. Cause that's how often we were kind of seeing each other for a while there. So I kind of fell off, but I, you know, I, I'll, I'll curse him with the Chicago bears thing, but maybe I won't because again, I'm not going to stop him if he wants to be a 49ers fan. I, I think that'd be cool too. If he's part of that. Is there any part of you that would want to get been into sports even if it's baseball and you don't care about baseball for the exercise aspect of it. Oh, of course. Yeah. See, I think that's just what like get out there. You're a kid. Be active. You know, I, but you say that about your best. I'm sorry. I screwed up where I was going in my head. You say that about the parents not caring about sports, right? Then if you don't care about sports, they won't care about sports. I do think there's school and your friends that influence you. And I think as long as your parents are encouraging, it would go further. Because I remember my parents were not into sports growing up. And not only that, like as a kid, like when it would come up, they'd kind of talk shit about it. They'd kind of talk shit about football. So it was very much like, oh, well, then that's dumb, right? Like that is what I would take away from it. Not so much that they didn't didn't care about video games, right? But they supported video games. My my little bit of interest in video games they supported, which led to, you know, me being super passionate about it, where I feel like, you know, it's that thing where if we're giving Ben, you know, the wiffle ball bat and the little T-ball stand and all that jazz, and because that's the kind of stuff he's going to start with. If he really gets into that, we're going to we are going to be the house that has the garage filled with the ice skates and the baseball bat and the basketball. And like, you know, like, oh, you want to try that? Sure. Let's try it. Let's go. You know, let's do it. Like and not like, you know, spend thousands of million. Well, I guess it costs. You know what I mean, though? We're, we're going to whatever he wants. We're, we're going to try to foster like, OK, cool. Let's. Let's take a shot at that. Let's do that. That'd be exciting. That'd be fun. And then, you know, I, it's the same way. I feel like, you know, my plan, which I think is easier than learning French or whatever, right? But my plan is that when he's going to school and coming home with the homework, like I want him obviously to do it at the kitchen table or his desk or whatever, but I want him to share with me what it is because I want to go over it too. That way I can have a conversation. Like my, the, the, not, dream but one of the things i'm really looking forward to is that when he does come home and he's reading frog and toad as a little kid uh the hatchet whatever they're they're, you know the things fall apart agatha christie like when he's reading those books for school and i mean any book i'm just naming books that i know i read in school like i'm looking forward to what did you have to read today oh we're tonight i have to read chapters one through three of whatever and then he goes to bed and then i read chapters one through three and then i got breakfast we have a conversation or on the ride to school we talk about it you know what i mean like i want to share that kind of thing reminders huh little reminders just kind of you know brush them up on it no i well i want to discuss with him the same way you and i talk about you know marvel shows or whatever like i want to i want to you know people always talk about school can be fun and yada 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 and like i did not have that experience growing up not because of my parents obviously but it was a very much like this is a chore and i hate it and i want to try to see Mm -hmm. if i'm like doing stuff alongside him if that would help and especially if i'm then you know how it is eventually math you know outpaces your what your parents did or how it was like i'm definitely going to take that as i learn as he's learning it and i'm brushing up on it like i think it'll be interesting to learn it again in a new way myself if that makes sense and this is all pie in the sky i know how hard it is to be a parent already for 10 months in where right now if that was happening i would have a fucking prayer of doing it but it is the fact that like right now i'm trying to keep him alive whereas at that point at least the feeding yourself and going to the bathroom are a bit more self-sustaining than me having. So hopefully I can do those things and set aside that time, but we'll see. I don't know. Here's a plan. All right, here, hit me. Um, golf. 
Yeah. I'm going to teach Ben how to golf. Okay. I'm not super good at golfing. I'm not very good at all. Sure. I can teach somebody how to golf. And if you want the quickest way to get your kid to like, look, they can get 30th place and earn $8,000 at that tournament or 50th place. And they'll earn, you know, 10,000, whatever it depends on the tournament. We could, we could make something of this kid. Cause the biggest thing with like, I always wish that I had not learned how to play baseball or basketball or football. And I wish I had just learned how to golf as a kid. Okay. So I feel like there's just like, Golf and tennis just always seem like the easier path to making money off of the sport and making it, period. Okay. Where, you know, there's a 0.000001 chance that your kid will make it to the NBA or the NFL. Right. I feel like with golf and tennis, um, since they are less popular and don't have what I would consider to be the the best athletes in the world, you have the if your kid's the best best athlete, you're gonna put his ass in NBA or whatever the hell. But yeah. I feel like golf and, and tennis are often kind of overlooked because they can kind of not be super accessible, right? There's rarely like tennis leagues or golf leagues. It's always easier to get your kid into baseball and stuff in, in school or little league. But like I, I we work on this, Greg. The, sure. I want at least a twenty percent return on investment. Um, I mean, look at John 30. Daly. If John Daly can make it as a golfer, right? Yeah, yeah. If that, yeah. I mean, you know, he can hit it down 500 yards. He's not super good at it, but he's made a great living on it. Yeah. I mean, it looks like he's I'm having saying, a great time, right? I mean, I'm right now he looks like Santa. I haven't seen him in years. Uh, I'm looking at photos of him right now. Like, he looks like Santa, but he's out here playing golf for Hooters, eating wings. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not saying your kid needs to get first place and win championships nonstop. Yeah. But you can make a really solid living if you are consistently above average, you know. Now, I want to call out uh, while you were talking there. Cameron Kennedy said someone someone hitting someone with a frying pan in the background. That is Jen and Ben playing upstairs. So, I, you know, oh, I'm going to apologize. I'm just giving you the thing is going on right now. They're howling. Ben's big on mimicking right now. So, you know, you make the noise. Mm. And he makes the noise, too. So that's going on up there. It's pretty cute. Cool. Very cool. That's cool. Just like this podcast has been cool. Uh, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Podcast. Each and every week, four, sometimes two, best friends gather on this table. Each coming to BS with each other about whatever's going on in their life. If you want to hang out with us, well, why don't you go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny. On patreon.com slash kindoffunny, you can write in with questions. You can get your name right on the show. You could be watching live just like Joshy G is, Lexi G is, and my dog, Nick96R. Of course, uh, you could do all these things. You could support us. You could use the Epic Creator Code. Kind of funny when you're buying things on the Epic Game Store, when you're buying things in Fortnite, when you're buying things in Rumbleverse, my favorite game of all time, at least for right now. Uh, of course, it's not really my favorite game of all time, but you know what I'm playing. I'm, addic- I'm addicted to it right now. Uh, if you have no books to toss our way, it's no big deal. YouTube.com slash kind of funny, uh, and podcast services around the globe each and every week for a brand spanking new episode. Of course, if you're getting the free version, you want to get the post show Andy and I are about to do right now where the chat will pick another question for Andy from all the different things that are no longer on screen, but you remember basic basics. Oh, and I made a bitly link. I never put it in there. Did I? I think it was right about the time Andy crashed out. There's a bitly link for you. You can copy that guy and put it in there. You'll go there, chat. And you'll find it anyway. Stuff. That's what we're doing right now. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.